Thanks for joining us at the Hospitality Hangout, a hospitality-focused podcast where the founders at Branded Strategic share their insights and bring technology and innovation leaders that are making things happen in the industry we love. My name is Jimmy Frischling, otherwise known as the finance guy. I'd like to introduce my partner, my quarterback, my quarterback. I'm going to stick with this theme all day long, Mr. Michael Schatzberg, also known as the restaurant guy. Thanks for that introduction, Jimmy. And it is. It is Super Bowl week. It is Super Bowl week, and it's an exciting week, an exciting week, and we are looking forward to it. Uh, So thank you for the introduction. Uh, Feel free to call me Shatsy. Together, we are the personalities behind branded strategic hospitality. We work at the intersection of hospitality, technology, innovation, capital, and, of course, Jimmy Wings. We are big on wings. <laughs> We're the intersection of wings. <laughs> it is big. We know a little about wings. And I got to tell you, Jimmy, before we jump into it, because got a great show, great show, Super Bowl show. It's the Super Bowl Hospitality Hangout Show. Jimmy, I just want to let everybody know that the Boom Store is open. Jimmy, Boom is open. If you are an operator and you are looking for a technology solution and you're not sure what, what solution you should have, you got to go to Boom. You go to Boom.Store, Jimmy. We are connecting buyers and sellers. We have over 550 of the greatest, most innovative technology companies on there in every vertical, in every category. Jimmy, go to Boom.Store. Check it out. Jimmy, do you know the cost to go to the Boom Store? Sounds very expensive. Very expensive. You, you would think. You would think. Zero, Jimmy. Zero. 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 That's a great price. How do we make money, Shatsy? How do we make Jimmy, money on this thing? Volume, volume, Jimmy. Right. We're hoping that volume. millions and millions <laughs> of people use it. Jimmy, I got to say one last thing before we kick off this Super Bowl special edition, okay? Yes. There's also something very exciting going on, okay? Every Saturday morning, every Saturday morning, there is a little nugget of, I like to call it literature, Jimmy. It's literature. 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 The branded weekend update. It is the most incredible newsletter. Uh, spearheaded by none other than you, <laughs> and it is fantastic. Every Saturday morning, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people from all over the world can't. They get up early, Jimmy, like it's Christmas morning to get that weekend update and see what Jimmy's going to share. It is great. So if you haven't subscribed, I, I I urge everyone go to the branded <laughs> website and go find. The branded weekend update because I got to tell you it is a fun read. It's, lo- it's as long as War and Peace, but, uh, <laughs> it is it is a fun read. Anyway, Jimmy, let's kick it off because we had a great show. All right, I don't know what I did, Chancey. Maybe I called you my quarterback, but now the branded weekend update is getting shout outs on the podcast. I got to tell it's you, the Seinfeld reference last uh, last update. That's what I, it was. It would have done. Once I you did that, I was like, oh, Jimmy loves me. I had you at Seinfeld. All right, I yes, like it. All right, listen, let's get into the, all the action. We are very excited uh, for today's episode, the Super Bowl edition, and. Yes, I apologize in advance. We're going to have a plethora, that's right, a plethora of football references sprinkled throughout the podcast. But today we're very honored uh, to have our guest, our friend, and a second time participant in the, uh, in, the, in, the, in the hospitality hangout, Mr. Wade Allen, Chief Digital Officer and Head of Off-Premise at Brinker International. This is awesome, Wade. Thank you for joining us. Hey, hey Jimmy, before we get into it, Wade, sorry, before we get into it, I got to tell you. Do you know, do you know that we actually had Wade was our first ever guest when we did the hospitality hangout on the road? It was FS Tech 2021, September 12, 2021. I remember it like it was yesterday. Wade Allen on the road. First guest. Yeah, I remember that. And here he is on the special Super Bowl edition. Here we go. Awesome. It's good to be here, guys. Thanks for uh, allowing me to join in the game. 
and be a part of this whole thing. Ah, ah, you see what he did there? See, I see what he did. Wade's playing too. He, he's playing. Listen, I'm going to try to drop all my baseball references, of which I, I use uh, more often than anyone uh, would like me to, and we're going to swap them for football references today. So before we get started with Wade, let's huddle up. All right, here we go. Trivia Tuesday. Is that number two, Jimmy? I'm keeping track. Is that number two? Track. Let's see who ends up with the most football references among Wade, you, and me, Shatsy. All right, well, let's huddle up. Zero, you know that, Jimmy. You're, you're, well, uh, zero. you're more than a zero. Yeah. Anyway, Trivia Tuesday. Being that all our podcasts are released on Tuesdays, we now introduce Trivia Tuesdays. Each week, we share a fun trivia question, but here's the catch. You have to tune in to the end of the episode to find out the answer. So today, we're playing the guessing game. To our Love listeners, to our listeners that are about to be Shatsy, we can't ask Wade because he's an insider. Shatsy and our listeners, how many pounds of wings were sold last year on Super Bowl Sunday at Chili's and It's Just Wings combined? Pounds of wings sold last year on Super Bowl Sunday. Am I guess, can I take a guess now or am I waiting until the end? Uh, you know what, Shatsy? You can take a guess right now if you want. I'm gonna. I did some quick, uh, Jimmy. I'm gonna use a gorilla math reference. My reference. Jimmy right, yeah. loves gorilla math. I don't I'm know gorilla it, math. I'm gonna call it left tackle. Left tackle. Left tackle math. Left tackle. Big, big, I'm gonna. And I'm gonna tell you, based on my numbers, yes. I am going to say two hundred fifty thousand <laughs> pounds of wings were sold. I, that's my guess. Good. All right, Chancy, I, res- I respect the guess. Stuart, everyone stay to uh, stick around to the end of the episode. Does to find Wade even know? Does Wade even know? Oh, uh, I, know. I know. Wade oh, knows. He knows. Yo, he knows, Shatsy. He knows. All right. Let's kick off this episode. Shatsy, that's number three. Wade, okay. let you take the lead. Please give us a little background of, about yourself, of course. And please introduce, uh, I think uh, most of our listeners know very well about Brinker National and your brands. But please talk about Brinker for our, for our folks. You bet. Hey, great to be here. Appreciate the opportunity to be on the show. Let me let me uh, start with, if you don't know Brinker, you probably don't know Casual Dining because over the course of the last 45 plus years, we've owned 30 different brands. But today, our core brands are Chili's, uh, Maggiano's Little Italy, and then we launched a virtual brand called It's Just Wings about two years ago that obviously is focused on just chicken wings, right? So my, my role here is SVP and Chief Digital Officer, but my focus is on our $1.2 billion off-premise business. So every day I wake up and think about how are we going to sell more chicken wings, more fajitas, more quesadillas out that side door. So that, that's, that's a little bit about me. And that's a little bit about Brinker. Love it. I, I love it. And listen, before we tackle this episode, <laughs> Shachi's on the board. We'd like to find out how our guests came to their current position. So I know we had you on the show before, and it was a while ago. So can you just uh, share a little bit back? Let's go back, back a few years. Let's go back to 1974, <laughs> 1984, <laughs> whatever you want. Let's, let's Little Wade Allen. How did Little Wade Allen get to this position at Brinker? Where did it all begin? You know, yeah. under normal circumstances, this would be Shachi's Fraser Crane. He's listening moment. But today, we'll call it the Coach's Corner. Coach's Corner. Oh, Wade. Nice. So Little Wade. That. Little Wade. How did he yeah. become Big Wade? Yeah, so let's take it back to 2002, Shatsy. I'm not that old. We're not right? going back that far. <laughs> we're going to go back to 80s. That's, 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 that's a little early. But So started my career off in agency world, doing a lot of work in and out of digital agencies and, and working on mobility that just kind of come into the space. Uh, I actually had a really cool opportunity early on in my career and I bumped into Brinker as I was working for these agencies doing some marketing work. And Brinker was one of the customers that I just kind of fell in love with. And I didn't work on the core brand of Chili's, but I worked on a brand that they owned at the time called uh, On the Border. And I also worked on Mac Grill. 
And both of those brands were uh, a ton of fun to work on. It was new and innovative. But what I found and fell in love with was it's just blue sky in restaurants at the time. They were very behind retail. They weren't being terribly innovative. Their marketing was, you know, freestanding inserts in newspaper. Uh, fast forward about T- 10 table years. Table tents was a big, was our best marketing. Right. That oh, was what it was, right? Cutting edge. Table uh, tents was the best we had. <laughs> so after a couple of years and working, uh, you know, doing some startups and working in another agency, I, I bumped into Brinker again. And uh, the actually, it's a funny story. The, the, the chief product officer for Sam's Club was actually working as a consultant inside of the Brinker Walls. And he reached out to me and he said, hey, uh, before he went over to Sam's, he's like, hey, you should come talk to these guys. So I met Wyman Roberts, the past CEO and uh, the CMO at the time, which is Krista Gibson, and just said, man, I could do a lot of damage, right? I could tackle this without any nice. problem. Yeah, yeah, I like and, it. Uh, and so jumped in. And, and over the, the course of the, of, the, of the last 10 years, I've had – four different positions inside of Brinker. I was a VP of, uh, of marketing. I went upstairs and was the chief digital officer and CIO for a time. I moved over to run innovation. And then just recently, uh, with the transition of our new president, brought me back to being the chief digital officer and running all of off-premise. So that's how I got to the position I'm in today. That is awesome, and thank you for sharing all of that. Listen, it's been an incredibly exciting past year for Brinker, um, starting with uh, the new president and CEO, Mr. Kevin Hawkman, who took over as the head coach, the Andy Reid of, of Brinker. Um, can you share some of the new initiatives uh, Mr. Hawkman is, uh, is, 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 has already brought to the company or is bringing to the company? Kevin is a change guy. He's all about a turnaround. And he does that through getting us hyper-focused on the things that really matter in dining, right? It's the blocking and tackling of the dining industry. It's really making sure, right? There's, there's, that's three, <laughs> I think. That's three. Uh, but, but it really is, right? It's the make it simple, right? Keep it clean, have great hospitality, have a great atmosphere, and get your food right. And not every bit of food in, in, in our industry, as far as casual dining and a, and a great big menu, matter. What matters is your core items, right? Chicken crispers, fajitas, burgers, right? Make sure the margaritas are delicious. That's what we're focused on. So his leadership and getting us hyper-focused on the things that really get us back to great and kind of turn this organization back to where it was uh, has been a really breath of fresh air. He's also very open to feedback from the operators. He is a advocate for our operators in the field, and they feel that, and they're super excited about engaging with our now restaurant support center and the new initiatives we have because of that that particular element. Yeah, I love it. And I got to tell you, I mean, when I just think about <clears throat> just some of the things just that you guys have done at Brinker, I mean, you guys are really Brinker going back to its roots is really uh, the innovators uh, of the industry, really. And it just even just it's just wings was really very innovative. What you were doing with uh, with the the, the the virtual brands and really a, a leader in that. But let's take a minute to revisit another great move from the Brinker playbook. Uh, uh, recently, you see that I threw that one in there. Chili's recently collaborated with Chain, the Los Angeles based pop up by uh, proprietor B.J. Novak. Uh, of uh, of office is that the office fame BJ Novak Jimmy is that what we're talking about right? I believe you're correct. Yeah, sir. That's, yeah that's the, that's BJ Novak. So not just a great writer, great actor, also the chain as a tribute to how much people love Chili's. What can you share with us? And what can we expect to see? Uh, are there going to be more pop ups in the future? Are you going to be working with Tom Cruise, with Brad Pitt, <laughs> any other famous people? Can you tell us? I, I can't tell you we'll be working with some famous people. I can't tell you who, but I will tell you that chain experience was fantastic. BJ Novak is one of my favorite. I, I'm a huge Office fan. Uh, so well, I watched. I watched it last night. 
Right? You're getting it's, ready, Chats. You're getting ready. He's fantastic. Yeah. So this experience was so much fun. It was this house party in LA, in a neighborhood. The house was totally decked out to, to represent all chain restaurants. Uh, they really focused on chilies and our core equities. Uh, they had a great celebrity chef come in and actually um, make the, the our core items. And that really was driven not because of, um, you know, they, we, we worked with them and we liked them and, and it was a great uh, connection. But it really came about because George Felix, our CMO, is thinking out of the box. He's new. He's come in. He's very innovative. He's, a, he's done some great work with some really cool brands in the past, KFC, Pizza Hut, Old Spice. So, um, you know, he kind of set that up. Our social team worked with him. And it was, it was a blast. I got to meet BJ, right? It was like the shaky knees syndrome, trying to keep it cool because I just think he's such a stud. And it was, uh, you oh, know, it was who awesome. are you? Oh, who are you? Oh, BJ Novak. Oh, I think I've heard of you. Yeah, I hear right. you. Right. It was something like that. I dig it a lot. And I want to get into, we talk a lot on the podcast about the kitchen of the future, but I admit mostly in a more hypothetical way. But at Brinker, you guys are literally bringing the kitchen of the future to the present. And you've done this by respectfully ditching the robots for kitchen automation that cooks faster and more consistently. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you even have a new high-tech grill that cooks and sears a medium steak to perfection in three minutes. That is a serious, get ready for it, Chatsy, game changer. Oh, Ooh. I love it, Jimmy. That could be number four or five for you. I don't know. Uh, you, and Wade are, you and Wade are right now eluding the list. Crushing you. Wade, what can you tell us uh, about your kitchen of the future and what, and what Brinker's doing in this domain? Well, it is a game changer for us for sure. So, so I will tell you for the past 10 years, we have not made a major overhaul or added any new players, if you will, from a kitchen <laughs> equipment standpoint into that kitchen, right? <laughs> but we have now, we, we actually said, hey, let's go look at this. And we have two new pieces of equipment that I am just uh, uh, shocked by. And you're right. The first one is the grill. It's a, it's a dual platen grill that cooks uh, proteins to perfection with a touch of, touch of a button. It's all touchscreen. The, the heat and temperature and the time under which it puts that uh, uh, protein is, is really perfect, right? And it gets it right every single time. Anybody can operate it. It's made our zone two. That's, that's the area that we, that we cook those proteins. Super simple to use. The second one is, uh, is a, what I'm calling, it's a, it's a four-cavity oven. And it uses tornadic, that's what I call it, right? Tornadic air. Uh, that kind of spins around and oscillates inside of that oven. And it cooks these items really, really fast. And you're right. Today, our steaks in three to four minutes can become out, out of the kitchen perfect. We've got phenomenal quesadillas. Our ribs are, are cooked to perfection. And it's cutting cook times 50% plus off all of these, all of these items coming out of our kitchens. That's awesome. You know, it's funny. I was just going to say, when you think about automation, I think a lot of people immediately go to robots and they think like, you got to have robots, you got to have robots. But you know what? You can also automation, just increasing the efficiencies of some of the things that we already have, like what you just said. I mean, a, a grill and an oven aren't new. It's just that they take a long time. So just that, that's a, a source of automation. I love it. Yeah, Chatsy, so usually, usually you and I go back and forth, but I'm going to fake the handoff to you, and I'm taking the ball right back because I'm going to keep I'm, – I'm continuing. I'm feeling strong. I'm taking possession of the ball. And no. my next question, it's one of my favorites, okay? Across the industry, um, we're seeing a pattern of companies either building their own innovation solutions and others who prefer just to buy it or acquire an existing solution. So which side of the 50-yard line, Wade, is are you and Team Brinker on? Well – so here's what I will tell you. We move back and forth 
across the field on this topic, right? And what I, I mean make, by that make, is – You can leave another football reference, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I make, I make it it's, it's getting silly, right? Uh, <laughs> listen, I'll tell you. So, I, so we do play on both sides of the fence, and here's why. For years, we've been all about kind of rolling our own. That's kind of been the, t- the term we use is we're going to do our own thing. When we've rolled out team member handhelds where our team members come to the table and order, that was our technology, right? We've created a curbside for all, which we take the food out to the car. That was our technology. But what we're learning is that we're a restaurant company and we can't create every bit of uh, technology out there. And so we're migrating closer to this middle point of saying, hey, bring your good tech we're going to be the integrators. Because what I will tell you today is people that come in and technologists and, and, and entrepreneurs that come in, they solve a very specific problem. What they tend to struggle with is helping us integrate that solution across the totality of all of our uh, te- technical debt, right? And so what we're now doing is saying, okay, come play with us. We are going to be the integrators. So we're kind of in this weird place, right? We're stuck on the 50-yard line because we, we bring some and we integrate with our own tech. Uh, we've not yet made a purchase or gone the ways of something like a Domino's or a Pizza Hut to go out and buy a company and, and, and ingest them into our own organization. I don't think that's out of the uh, out of our wheelhouse. I think it's something we would consider doing, mm-hmm. um, but not something we've done yet to date. Got it. Uh, I, I don't know if I can continue on all of the football references, <laughs> Jimmy. I got to tell you. Chachi, I know, Chachi, you do you, man. You do you. But I got to tell you, it is Super Bowl Sunday coming up. I know Chili's just rolled out uh, a new game day menu. And, of course, it's just wings as the greatest wings on the planet. I mean, you guys are crushing it. Uh, last I saw, I think, um, on the last uh, quarterly update, you did something like $700 trillion out of It's Just Wings. Daniel <laughs> um, I, I think that was in – yeah, that was the last quarter. It was $700 trillion <laughs> in business. So I think you blew the socks off the numbers. That was amazing. Uh, give us give us what's going on. What should we be ordering? What are the new dishes? What what's What should I uh, – Super Bowl Sunday, I, got, I know I'm going to have wings – is it new flavors? What are the products? What what should I be getting Super Bowl Sunday? Because it's Tuesday. We got to start putting our orders in now. I suspect. Yep. Great, great question. So if you're a wings lover, you're not going to find a better value in the space than it's just wings, right? They are phenomenal. Oh, oh, oh look at that. Yeah. Look at that. We're interrupting Wayne oh, because we just wow. got a delivery. We got, got delivery. Just wings and they smell and look divine. I love it. This is I awesome sauce. Mm-hmm. I love, and it is mm-hmm. awesome sauce, mm-hmm. right? I, 12 different sauces, 13 different sauces to choose from. Um, some, some great traditional ones, but some really, really delicious kind of new and innovative ones. Um, and if it's boneless or bone-in, we've got it. Phenomenal curly fries as well. Here's what I'll tell you, Shatsy and Jimmy. If you guys are maybe not into the wings, and I know you guys are, but if others aren't into the wings, there's a whole nother restaurant a phenomenal restaurant by the name of Chili's that can serve you anything from burgers to chicken crispers to fajitas. Yeah, quesadillas, right? Quesadillas, right? Come get them at Chili's. It's a great party platter event to have at the game. So, and let me ask obviously, there's something for everybody. I mean, is that, I mean, you know, you could go watch the games there, right? You can watch the games at Chili's. Yep, absolutely. Come on in. Well, I mean, it's got to be a big a big takeout and a big delivery day, I'm sure, because people have a lot of parties. So you got to put those orders in early. You guys are probably rocking already getting those uh, getting those orders ready for delivery. Yeah, those pre-orders are already coming in, right? People are already doing all that online, I suspect, right? All through the mobile app and all online. Now, I will tell you, coming to the bar is a great experience too, right? whole bunch of different televisions. They're going to have the game blaring. we got a great bar menu, right? Um, so And great drinks, 
You any can't beers? Go wrong. Any beers there? Wait. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Beers. <laughs> have beers. Come on, brother. Come on. Come on, Come on man. Oh, by the way, yeah. I don't. Our listeners have no idea what was just delivered to Shatz and myself. The aroma. The, I mean, I, this is oh. for Shatz. It's okay for me. I got to stay focused because I'd like to eat this wonderful <laughs> hot dish of, of wings that were just oh, dropped in front of. Smells but I was, so delicious. I will stay focused. Listen, let's roll. Let's roll into uh, talking back. Uh, Shatz and I started this podcast because we clearly enjoy uh, talking and, and having guests and asking them questions. But we learned along the way that sometimes our friends and guests have questions for us we like to say nothing's off the table we're going to pass the microphone to our friend wade um the microphone is yours my friend and and we promise no matter what you ask us we won't drop the ball on the answer all right all right i love the the reference back okay here it is guys here it is and i i think about this one all the time we just went through a crazy world in covid and during that time we got thrown a ton of technology at restaurants a ton right almost so much that we couldn't catch all of the technology right? uh-huh. I did that. the question is how much technology is too much technology in the restaurant world is there a limit or is there a or is it all technology is great technology take it all it's a great question i love that great. question chats you want to you want to you want to take a first uh i, first I always pass. take the first stab jimmy because I, I i i you know i throw it out there and then you fine tune it make it better to your point, Wade, I think there is a lot of great tech and a lot of times they're solving a lot of times it's one it's one problem. They're solving one problem and it's great. They're solving one problem. So I think the key is it would be great because if you can have a lot of tech solving all my problems, that's great. I mean, all my problems are being solved and I don't even have to go to work anymore. Right. Wade? I mean, because all the problems are solved and, you know, call me uh, once a week and I'll take the call. I'm going to play golf. But at the end of the day, I think the key is. It's the integrations and the workflow and how does it work with everything you already have and your business. So coming up with a solution for a problem is great, but every restaurant group is a little bit different. It's not the right fit for everybody or it's the right fit, but it doesn't work into my flow. I mean, you've got, I don't know how many stores, uh, 2,000 chilies, is it? I mean, something like that. Yeah, 1,500. You've got, you know, you've got your own set of issues and problems. And I'm sure you see a lot of tech and you're like, wow, this is the coolest tech ever. It's really solving a problem. I would love to bring it in, but I don't know how it's going to work with my system I have now. So I think the integrations and the workflow is something we really have to um, uh, really understand because it would be great to have every problem solved by technology. But I don't think that that's just uh, that's that's not reality. You know, Shatsy, I thought I think your answer was actually uh, quite, quite good, actually, even outstanding. I think you were trying to run the clock out on me, though, and prevent me from chiming in here. But I'm, I wasn't I'm gonna, finished yet, Jimmy. I wasn't finished. I'm, 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 I, have more to I would say this. Uh, <laughs> as somebody who's uh, been involved with this industry for, for a few decades now, but also um, had a Wall Street career, um, this is the most fragmented industry and asset class that I've ever seen. And it's not a one-size-fits-all. Um, exactly. And I think there was an explosion of tech. And to Shatsy's point, when he's talking about integrations, I think – the fact is, I think the remainder of this year and even a lot of 24 are going to be about consolidation, um, because at the end of the day, the industry, the operators want as as little friction and seamlessness as possible, and to have so many disparate technologies, while each one might solve a particular issue, exposes the operator to all sorts of various support groups or or uh, you know a customer support and and things that could you know, kind of disconnect. Um, I think they'd like to have as much bundled and integrated solutions and as much of a one-stop shop as possible 
possible. I don't think there's one platform that could do all the things that operators need, front of house, back of house, off-prem, on-prem. But the fact is, I think we are going to see a consolidation because I think at the end of the day, the operators are going to focus on the highest prop, highest prioritized challenges, opportunities, and even problems. And once they have something that's solid and working, they're going to move on to the next one. So again, I think it's been an explosion of tech, which is healthy for our industry. I think there's a little bit of saturation right now. And I think we're going to see really 18 to 24 months of consolidation. And when the dust settles, I expect we're going to have a much better tech stack and offering for operators. That's yeah, and I was just, I, I, it's Jimmy, I agree. And I, I, I would also go back to what, what Wade was saying. There is so much, but you know what? It's nice for an industry that's always been really slow yes. to adopt and embrace. It's nice that we now have a lot of choices. Yes. And now Wade can say, this is what's good for my business. Someone else can say, that's the solution that's good for my business. But to Jimmy's point, there will be a lot of consolidation. All right, listen, great question. Great answer. Mine was slightly better than Jimmy's, but Jimmy, it was a good answer. Let's go to Food Service Feud. It's a great time. It's Food Service Feud. It's Super Bowl Sunday week. It's a special edition right now. We've asked every Tuesday, we throw a poll up on LinkedIn, and we ask over 100 million operators to answer this poll, and uh, we have a lot of fun with it. Wait, Jimmy, are you ready to play the Food Service Feud? Let's I'm do ready. it. Da, 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 Don't be so excited. Yeah, exactly. All right. I'm gonna. The question we asked over one trillion people on LinkedIn <laughs> and got a, a phenomenal response. A phenomenal response. What is your favorite part about Super Bowl Sunday? Ding. The game. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy rang in. Jimmy. Uh, wait. Do you want to ring in first? I, I, I don't guess. know the rules here. I need a buzzer. It was the game. Wade buzzed in first. Wade, I got your buzzer first. Favorite part of Super Bowl Sunday? The game. It's got to be the game. The football game. The game. That is the number four answer on what? the board. What is four. So apparently people are not as excited about the game as we thought. What? Jimmy, you can steal this for the family. You can steal it, Jimmy. What is the number one answer? By the way, the one thing I was going to say is I thought the game was going to be fourth because I think they, because at the end of the day, I think the commercials, the food, the drink, the halftime. So I'm going to go halftime show. Halftime show was number two. Oh, Jimmy, the number one answer on the board, it's the food and the drink. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. The commercials were number three. It's the food and the drink, the halftime show, the commercials, the game, then the right. game. By the way, that's a win for Breaker. I got to tell you, that is a, that's a big win. Yeah, Wait I got to tell you. I, 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 guys, I, I think I may have screwed this up. I may have screwed this up. I may have screwed this up. <laughs> I, I, the producer put this in order, but it wasn't in order of uh, the winning. It, it was... <laughs> Again. The food and drink, food and drink was number one. It was the game. The game was number two. All right. I we need, talk to Julie. We need a new game show host. What's up? By, by the way, I got to say, Wade wins twice. Not yeah. only is food and drink the number one answer, but the game beat my answer. By the way, what was what, so was was uh, the commercials? Food and drink. Show? The game, then halftime show, then commercials. I didn't. I, didn't, okay. I didn't. I wasn't the last. I wasn't the last. Okay, no, but it is right, interesting. Okay. Food and drink is number one. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, for a hospitality hangout, we got Wade Allen from from Brinker on. I think it's great that food and drink is the number one reason people right. watch the game. I think that's a good so showing. That's awesome. Right. That's awesome. All right, listen, yeah. let's move into our our crystal ball moment. A chance where uh, we ask our guests to put on their Kreskin or Miss Cleo hat and predict the future. The future, Wade, my friend. How do you see restaurants and dining two years from now in relation to technology? So, so Jimmy, you stole, you, you intercepted my past, but I'm going to say it anyways, right? Here's, here's what it is. I think over the next two years, restaurants have 
got to slow down a little bit and ingest all of this new tech that's been thrown yes. at them after COVID, right? They, they just have to. And those that will do that, I think will set a foundation to be successful going forward. I think the other pass I'll throw is, I'll call it uh, robotics in general. And what I mean by that is that's artificial intelligence, that's robotic process automation, and that's physical robots in the restaurant. They're coming, they're on their way, and they're going to continue to be here. And then the third pass I'll throw is really back to that optimal digital and physical experience meshing within the restaurant and outside of the restaurant. Because it's going to be less about where you eat the food and more about how quickly you can get the food and have your experience the way you want it. I think those three things are going to come forward in a really big way uh, over the next two years. Will quality of food, will quality of food be top of mind? Will quality of food matter or is it just, I don't care, I just want it fast? No, I, I think it's always going to be always, the table steak. You got to have quality of food. Okay. I always. think I think well, I'm just assuming that's a, already an existent uh, kind of level setting. Has to be good. Has to be good. It has to be good. I mean, if you eat those wings and it's bad, it doesn't matter how fast you get them yep. or or how cool the digital experience was. Right. Agreed. It's got to be a high quality product. Listen, I I, I want to. I think that was actually one of the mo- more, most thoughtful answers we've had to that question. Let's bookmark that. Let's revisit this a year or two down the road and see how much how uh, precise that proves to be. And I think, uh, Wade, when we get you back again, we're going to find that that you are on the money um, of the what of the things you just shared about what we expect to happen over the next two years. And to shout your point, I know you're always uh, as a restaurant owner operator, almost 30 years doing it. You always are obsessed appropriately about the quality of the food, and I think that is table stakes and a lot of folks that are coming out thinking it's just about speed and not about the quality are going to find the guests really do care about that but okay we'll revisit that down the road uh if you remember top of the episode asked a question guess how many pounds of wings were sold last year on super bowl sunday at chili's and it's just wings combined shat if you guessed though at 250 000 jimmy jimmy you don't have the answer can you guess take a guess um, you know what, Chad? Just for for S's and giggles, I'm yeah. uh, we'll play prices right rule. Well, I'm gonna say, right? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say you're over. So I'm gonna go under you. I'm gonna go two forty nine. Two forty nine 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 nine. Okay. Under. I'm gonna be close. Right, prices right. rules are in effect. Right. Wade, what's the <laughs> answer? All right, gents. The answer is three hundred and forty five thousand pounds of wings combined between Chili's and it's just wings. Boom. Chatsy. Jatsy, nice congratulations, my friend. Not a bad guess. Not a bad guess. But I wasn't really taking into account it just went. I was just doing chilies. Well, there you go. Good call. Either <laughs> well way. played, Jatsy. <laughs> yeah, what's that, Jimmy? I think we're done, right? We have not, there's nothing left to do with this podcast, right? The only last thing that we can do <laughs> on the podcast, especially Super Bowl week. It's a fun week. It's a great week. It is the Branded Quickfire Super Bowl edition. Wade Allen, are you ready for five lightning round questions? I'm ready. Don't think too hard. Just first thing comes to your mind. Here we go. Branded Quickfire Super Bowl edition. Who are you rooting for? Kansas City Chiefs or the Philadelphia Eagles? Kansas City Chiefs, baby. Come on, Chiefs. Come on, Chiefs. Favorite past Super Bowl halftime performance? Oh, it's got to be last year. I mean, with Dre and Snoop and that was great. That's an all star performance. Yeah, I mean, if you're in your 40s or 50s, that was the music you grew up on, man. That that's a slam dunk. Uh, I, was I agree. Though. That was really great. Favorite Super Bowl snacks: Chili's chips and salsa. Oh, Every yeah. time. That was easy. Do you prefer to watch the game, the big game, home or at Chili's? <sighs> you know what? 
I'm going to go. It could be any bar, by the way. I just threw chilies in there. I'm going to go off premise on this, right? I'm going to be in my couch or my recliner with my flat screen, my chili chips and salsa, my it's just wings, and everybody just get out of the way and let me just enjoy it, right? I'm at home. I agree. If you were to challenge Jimmy or I to an old school Nintendo game of Madden, real (laughs) Madden, you know, we're going back to like, I don't know, Madden 92 or something like that. Who do you have better odds of beating? Jimmy. And here's why. His fingers are too big to work the controller, so I'm going to smoke him every time. I was thinking, by the way, uh, you know, I, uh, I mean, obviously I grew up with video games. I love video games, but I see my kids playing now. They've got, I don't know what it is, the uh, it's like the, uh, the Sony PlayStation 6 or something like that. <laughs> the controller, the controller has, there's too many things on there. When I used to play Nintendo, they had up, down, left, right. A-B. Right? Yep. A-B. That's that was it. Now there's like dad, there's the B slash thing, there's an M, there's an X, there's a box. It's too much. I can't it's do it. Okay, I, I, play. I can't even do it. I'll, I'll take one Atari step joystick. <laughs> I would take, I would, I think I can take both of you guys in Tech Mobile uh, on the that was the That was the best, by the way. And I would take the Raiders <laughs> with Marcus Allen and Bo Jackson. You couldn't stop me. I, right. the bear. I thought the bear or the bears were really oh, good on tech the bears were good they were good on that that was it. the bears were really good and I, I by the way wade because that was easy up down left right a b <laughs> eyes closed i can play that yep. yeah Shachi, i agree i agree i just want you to know that i'm actually i was hoping wade would choose to beat me because my sense is um when we were growing up playing video sorry at the time when we were youthful i think you spent most of your friday and saturday nights playing video games and i was by myself, doing by myself. yourself in your, in your parents basement and i was doing other stuff i think i'm okay yes, to that, lose was, that was okay it. 10th 11th 12th grade i was by myself in the basement you were out I'm, socializing i'm okay that i was out and about and i wasn't mastering the art of nintendo yes, yes. jimmy was doing girl and I was meeting Madden. You do yes. you, yes. you do you. All right, listen. Listen, Wade, we want to thank you so much uh, for, for being on the podcast, whether our second time or with us, and for all the great things uh, you're doing in the industry and the insights you just shared. Uh, we so appreciate what you and the team at Brinker are, are doing to support the industry and as innovators and leaders. Um, and again, I think this episode is going to go down as one of our great hey, ones. Hey, you know, um, Jimmy, you know, I always say that our podcast is like the Seinfeld of podcast about nothing. Today, I think we about something. We I think we actually had some substance to it. I Wade elevated this podcast and actually wow. brought some knowledge. Yes, you, you dropping insights. Yeah. insights. All right, listen. If you want to get in touch with Wade directly, you can email us at podcast at brandedstrategic.com, and we'd be happy to make an introduction. And I never want to end uh, a show without thanking our listeners. Uh, we truly appreciate uh, that you continue to tune in. Uh, our numbers and subscribers continue to grow. And we know there are literally hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there. And the fact that you choose to hang out with us is something we appreciate, value. We always want to have some fun, but we also want to make sure we're sharing some insights on this industry that we love so much please join us next week we're going to welcome back to the podcast one of our regulars the technology guy mr sterling douglas for a special episode with breaking breaking news you won't want to miss it it. i love breaking news jimmy breaking news get ready for it so this is jimmy frischling um signing off your finance guy with appreciation to mr wade allen passing it back to my boy shatsy and thank you, Jimmy. This is Shatsy, a.k.a. Restaurant Guy. Just want a big, a big shout-out to Wade. And, Wade, uh, if you want to get right now, you want to place your order for It's Just Wings. Is that – do you go to the Chili's, uh, Chili's website or do you go to It's Just Wings? Hit the app, It's Just Wings, or do it online, It's Just Wings.com. It's Just Wings.com, and, of course, It's Chili's.com? 
That's it, Chili's.com. At Chili's.com. So check it out, guys. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, let's. Uh, I'm, I'm rooting for the Chiefs with you, Wade, by the way, because we're New Yorkers. And uh, they lit up the Empire State Building in green. Uh, that was a really – I don't know exactly yeah. what the story was, but everyone was very, very upset about that. We don't have the story. Yeah. Anyway, signing off. Thanks, everybody. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. 